And just like that, it's episode four. Welcome back to Bored to Death, the podcast where I'm buzzed in two desperados. <laughs> <laughs> it's going fast. It's going really fast. As I said, episode four this week, we've got Danny, Mark and Nathan. Boop, boop. And how are you feeling? Yeah, good, man. Glad to be here. I wish I'd uh, waited until we're recording to crack the can so I could <laughs> think it was recording. <laughs> <laughs> good. Good. Yeah, it's all right. Perfect. Danny, I'm going to look at you first. Great. Okay. And we're going <laughs> to take it back as we always do at the start of every episode to the very beginning. How did you get involved in skateboarding and do you remember getting your first skateboard? Oh, yes. Um, I had a, a Toys R Us skateboard. Um, Classic. Probably. This has been mentioned specifically Toys R Us. So <laughs> it, yeah, I think probably if I say this, a million people, well, maybe not a million, but loads of people will, will realise that they probably had the exact same skateboard, but it had this like zombie dude on the front and it was an absolute piece of shit. <laughs> um, but when you're five six years old you don't actually think about what it's for and you just sit about and, and look cool holding it and stuff like that um <laughs> and then as i grew up in the east end of glasgow there was no facilities for it there was no anything there's just hills to sit down yeah have fun uh and then once i got a bit older um i started standing up and going down these hills and started building my own little sort of ramps and things to skate and then went to school in hillhead in the west end of glasgow which is right next to the Kelvin Grove Skate Park yeah. um, made loads of pals that were into predominantly skateboarding but there was a couple of rollerbladers that we won't talk about <laughs> <laughs> and um, and yeah it sort of took over my life from there really which has yeah been, been great and I've been doing it for the past 20 years pretty much yeah. so has it been a constant or has there been times like you've kind of the interest has faded out and there's been a year or two where it's you've falling away from it not for me no i know there's been a lot of people that that sort of they lose interest because yeah. they discover alcohol drugs and um yep. and partying no it's true, it's <laughs> um true. but i tend what well, i found that that actually kind of went hand in hand when i was 18 years old i did a lot of traveling i lived in barcelona for a long time or a long time a year uh skateboarding over there sort of yeah. opened lots of doors for me and then it's just one of those sort of chatting points you can go anywhere in the world and it really sort of makes like it, it's just a sort of point of interest for 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 the the guy from san francisco that you've sort of just bumped into in, in the local park yeah i think i think it's just one of those good things to talk about really and then for you like became a bit of a career yeah it's like i'm fully emerged in skateboarding um i've been running reply since been running the idea of reply has been going since about 2012 and at that point, I was a kind of poor student trying to trying to figure out how do I sort of go in a certain direction and and what do I do? Um, at the time, I was studying music. Uh, we were talking about punk, and everyone was sort of like the punk movement was all about sort of doing it yourself, and yeah. those record labels sort of starting up, and it's just guys in their sort of bedrooms being like, right, okay, I really like this band. We'll put them out on our own record label, and I was like, right, okay, well, why can't that sort of same ethic apply to skateboarding? Mm -hmm. Being a skateboarder, sort of. Well, sort of involved myself. I had no technical sort of background in sort of making skateboards, so it's sort of people like the idea of of using their old boards, but not sort of like as a sort of yeah, serious skateboard. Yeah. It's like a little cruiser or a wet weather board or something like that. And then sustainability sort of started piquing a lot of people's interests, and that's where I sort of realised, hang on a minute, like if you're cutting down trees to make skateboards, that's affecting the environment. I've looked into a 
a hell of a lot more than that. Um, it's just <laughs> sort of skimming the surface, I suppose, and seeing the benefits of what sustainability within skateboarding can can provide, but also sort of socialism and sort of working with, with community groups or people that don't have access to skateboarding and, and trying to even scale back the costs yeah. of if you wanted a sort of brand new setup that wasn't even a sort of middle of the range thing. It's quite hard to get a hold of them. Maybe not so much now, but 2017 skateboarding wasn't as popular. So there's a lot of kids, certainly in the East End of Glasgow as well, where, where Reply started that needed access to boards. And I was like, well, we've got these old boards. We can do this whole sort of workshop where we, we teach you how to refurbish it. And it, it sort of grew arms and legs. And I ended up in Palestine in 2019, um, oh, nice which was which is quite uh, an experience. And since then, it's really like opened the industry up um, yeah. and sort of almost the pathway to having a career within the skateboarding industry has become a lot clearer to me because of this niche that I've found myself in, um, yeah. which I would never have imagined even five years ago. So no, it's like good it, times. It's, it's <laughs> amazing. The whole concept of Reply, everything's amazing. Like I remember the first time seeing it and being like engrossed in the Instagram page. And like when you said 2012, there dead Instagram stock. You like I went right down and it was like from 2013 almost. Yeah. Like, just like constant. So no good for you. Like genuinely like I know. So, yeah. So good. It's uh, it's one of these things that you you would never have like I certainly I'm still trying to get my head around um, and now I've got big like international companies coming to me and saying we really like what you're doing or, yeah. or people speaking to me that I'm like I sort of I idolised you when I was younger yeah. and now I'm like the, the world's a small place really and it's uh, it's nice to have something to talk about nah I love it you're sick it. man really sick How, what, what is your actual process of you know taking the boards and, and doing <laughs> what you do with them so basically a lot of people I'm not entirely sure what a lot of people think but we've made some videos in the past and it's basically like it's like a promo video like right okay we're not going to cut out any of it it's literally just reshaping so you take a an old board we get quite a lot of relatively unscratched undamaged boards and we we can sort of sand it down take the d-lambs out or cut the d-lambs out so you've got a sort of shovel shaped board that you can cut out like the d-lambs obviously if boards are cracked and snapped we won't use them as skateboards but you can use them for things like jewelry or bottle openers oh, or yeah. trinkets sort of thing um, yeah. and we pass things on to other skateboard recyclers but we predominantly want to turn skateboards into more skateboards really yeah because why wouldn't you man exactly <laughs> exactly so it's actually really interesting to see what some people think is is sort of waste it's another man's treasure yeah, sort of thing. Big time, man. Yeah. And yeah, I, I, there's been skate shops that have passed me like absolutely trashed. Like you wouldn't even look at them. And I'm like, right, cool. What can I do with this? And I've done a lot of work with with the community groups. Like I said, I've done a lot of work with other sort of people. No comply jewelry. Yeah, um, they're trophies. Wow. We do a sort of good trade sort of thing. So they give me sort of nicer boards. Um, but we did this collab where we took the majority of the fucked boards that we had uh, I shaped them up and they sort of inlaid all these beautiful colours and we sold oh, them nice. yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, for for quite a mad amount of money actually uh, yeah. so uh, as, as, again someone's going to chuck it in the bin but I sort of see it as a as a gift yeah and totally of, man whole new life. yeah exactly and then we've been doing a lot of work with Route 1 actually they do this thing called the Deck Cycle Scheme where they basically encourage customers to basically bring in their old boards and then they'll get money off a That's new board. amazing. And there's eight stores around the UK, Route 1 are huge in Europe. There, um, needs to be, there just needs to be more of that. Like There mm. needs to be, obviously, within skateboards as well, but even, like, the concept of that is so old. Like, do you remember, I don't know if they... they 
definitely don't still do this, but do you remember like the iron brew bottles? Yeah. He's just like that stuff, like even in the world we're living in now, that stuff is more relevant than it's ever been. So Exactly. More of that. That's the th funny thing about what what I've been doing is like I never I was never into sustainability or, or saving the planet sort of thing but I was passionate about skateboarding and it's actually sort of pushed me in that direction so much so that we did that big um, we did a big exhibition with Route 1 in November 2021 over COP26 and we raised 22 grand for oh. sustainable charities which is pretty yes. pretty good and yeah it's sort of like I suppose if you can sort of see a pathway and, and the thing that you've got the idea and the passion for who's going to stop you do you know what I mean um, yeah no, it's, like, it's quite good I get it I get it Mark, over to you. It's the same question. Where did it all start with skateboarding? I started when I was like 15 year old. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what year it was. Pretty late. But I mean, before <laughs> that, I mean, I had like been around skateboards. M my cousin skated. I'd, you know, I'd fucked about with one before. Oh, yeah. um, came down to the park when I was like 15 years old or something. And then I, I just wanted to keep going after that. The, the people there were awesome. Just loved to skateboard after that. It was just very inviting down there. Made me want to stay like no other place has. The first sort of like decks and like things like that I'd got given, uh, were, were given to me from like people. Yeah. Uh, I had crux, like old crux that, that stick out, you know, it's uh, mm. not, not the greatest thing to skate. It was like probably a year after when I snapped them that I got real trucks. Uh, <laughs> crocs are still going strong. <laughs> They're a lot better now than they yeah. were. <laughs> I mean, the kingpin was like, you know, it was sticking right out there, you know, past the wheels. I don't know why that was a thing. <laughs> <laughs> Design flaw. Yeah. <laughs> Nathan, over to you. What about the same? <clears throat> yeah, um, man. I mean, I started with, start properly, I suppose, about the same age, like 15. Uh, but yeah, I totally remember the first time I ever stepped on a board. Primary school, these two guys had like got themselves boards and were like... Like started talking all American and that, and we're like, yeah, right, <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, I do remember slapping that board down and going, oh, yeah, this will be easy, man. Jumped on it, just feet like swiped away like a wee cartoon, <laughs> and like landed flat down, absolutely nailed myself. And then you know, that, that, that was my skating career for the next couple of years. <laughs> just not touching anything. Got the slams and out of the way. Yeah, got, <laughs> got a big slam out of the way. He is away. the worst slammer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've got I've got two kneecaps, man. <laughs> for for I think about Jesus. two years, he had like this monolithic fucking swell oh, ball swell right over his arm. arm. It's pretty small now. You can just see that tiny wee bump. But that used to be from <laughs> from there to there. But then yeah, I at the age of fifteen, I got a Sports Direct Airwalk board. <laughs> Legit. <laughs> Mine's was the same I've said before on the show. Uh, it was a Sports Direct. It, but it was was it even called Sports Direct then? Like it was called like Sports and Soccer. Uh, <laughs> you know it's a class board when it's like a, a shoe brand on a skateboard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A skateboard. <laughs> yeah, man. So yeah, I used to just there wasn't also there, there was a skate park in the northeast back then. It was that Tans Hall. Um it was like Steel gnarly, ramps. Gnarly steel ramps. The ramp like, we have now. Yeah, that's yeah, got, man, you know, yeah, the yeah. we've got now. But never skated that because it was just like just gnarly. The, all the sheets were like peeling up, so it was just like razor blades everywhere. Tetanus like, hazard. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fucking yeah, concrete was like just full of pits everywhere and that. So me, me and uh, a couple of my pals, we just used to go out and like just skate on like the street in front of your house and like bomb like 
the shallowest hells you've ever <laughs> seen in your life, but like be holding on for dear life and that, and like it's very yeah. limited what we could do mm. in the streets in Glenrothes because it's yeah. not skatable. It's the the crustiest of like spots that you know exist are Gl- in Glenrothes. Glenrothes <laughs> is crust town, man. Like, <laughs> <laughs> we, we we went on on a, like a sort of street adventure like a couple of weeks ago with uh, Matty and Scott and yeah, uh, like yeah. Matty Welsh and Scott Ramsey, and I think we, we ended up in the like next to the Kingdom Centre. And they just took one look at it, and it was like, "What? what the fuck is this? <laughs> Shaking <Yeah>. their heads, sighing, <laughs> <laughs> like, "Oh no, no, no!" You guys need to come to Glasgow more often. Definitely, man. That's what I'm saying. It's like as soon as we had some like cityscapes, it was just looking like, yeah. "Look at that, man!" Look at I, I kind of oh, like it though. I kind of like the crustiness of Glenrothes, and I yeah. like some of the spots. But well, you there. like it until you come escape Glasgow. And what about don't comply? What about don't comply? It's a good what question. What about yeah. them? Aye. What about those guys, eh? Uh, well, not for long. Not don't comply for long. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. So I suppose we've got a kind of special announcement to make. I suppose. <laughs> um, love it. So you know, we've been running this don't comply thing for a while, about a year and a half or yeah, something. Um, so it started off just like during lockdown. Like, we were all furloughed. I got myself a GoPro. We started like making some videos and that. That like took up all my lockdown spare time. Was like learning how to use. Like Da Vinci, like the most complicated fucking video editor out there. I started making some videos and then just like we put them somewhere, so put them up on YouTube and then just thought, well, I don't want this YouTube channel to just be my name or whatever. So give it a name, don't comply. And then. Which kind of sucks in retrospect. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a big fan anymore. Um, so, and then there was, this is when the Crisp Skate Park was running in Glen Northis. Um, and then because of lockdown and him not being able to be open, you know, he was still paying his rent every single month. Huge costs. Passed so he, the ramp on. Yeah, he had to shut down, passed the ramp on. He was just like, look, we've got this half pipe. Or like, well, he we said, any ramp you want. Like, do you want it? And we're just like, straight away, yes, we'll take that. No idea where we're going to put this. No idea how we're going to move it. Like, the thing weighs like five fucking tons or something. It's a steel metal ramp. We've still got the like the metal on the surface with just a bit of ply over the top. So yeah, it made up- it super hard to skate as well that you just put the wood on the top but. yeah yeah so he didn't bother stripping it or anything when it was in that park he just like layered it with some thin plywood and was like bof done scare that guys <laughs> yeah. um, but I mean that, thank you to yeah oh yeah thank it. you <laughs> thank you Colin you're the man yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah so we ended up just finding this like sketchy Burnt down warehouse. It's where I worked. It's where I worked. Yeah, around the back of where Mark was. I used to put up sheds and and like I know like before and kind of during the 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 pandemic sort of um, pandemic, I was like putting up sheds and the old guy that runs it, Bob, who's like the sketchiest guy. (laughs) Dodgy Bob. Uh, (laughs) They used to make hand grenades down there in World War Two, but it's totally fucked now. Just put your ramp there. Uh, So we put the ramp there. So the guy that was operating it, like on the switchboard was like he was, he was the boss he was the boss but his 90 year old uh, co-worker the was the guy man. who was like strapping it up and like standing, <laughs> on, standing the underneath <laughs> this ton ramp that, like holding it with one arm trying to spin it round to line it up <laughs> with this tiny high arm that was not big enough to get these ramps on um, uh, yeah, I, I, like almost got like dropped on him you know like yeah well the, he did drop a bit of it didn't he yeah he, he dro- almost yeah. dropped it on the old man aye, and aye. then the whole, the whole time the the guy was like working and looked like he was going to die. Like, it looked like he was going to have a heart attack and just heavy die. Breathing the heavy and breathing. Like, and, yeah, yeah. You know. I had to take a break every two minutes to get his hands on his knees 
and just pant it out, man. <laughs> How much did we pay for that? Like two hundred and eighty quid or something to move a ramp from from Mark Inch to to like, the back to, of Leslie. To back of Leslie, and that's can I get this guy's number? But we do have a, a a good a good contact now that moved the second time we got it moved. Those guys were amazing. Wilson. It was it was on that it was on that high album like five minutes, man. They were great. They were absolutely brilliant. Like so. Anyway, we're a bit sidetracked there. Um, so yeah we had that there and then we've got ourselves the unit that we've got now moved it all in there and ever since then that's when we've been able to like actually like open it up to the public and let folk come and skate because there's no point having that like mm. awesome ramp keeping it for yourself man so yeah, we've had it in there and then so over the first winter it was like I mean, we all work full time so it's like trying to like be open for folk to come and skate we sort of worked at like give us a message come and organise a session and we'll get someone to open up and then someone would be like oh can we come down on Wednesday and it's like oh well I'm busy Mark's busy oh Lee's but oh, Lee can't go make it later. so it's just a, a total hassle and then over this winter is when it started sort of becoming in quotes successful or whatever sustainable sustainable that's yeah because i mean it was out of our own pockets the whole entire i, I, I yeah, think yeah. we've spent like you know, 15 like, grand or something man. something Whoa. like that just in in trying yeah. to keep it like you know yeah. going with like resources rent um yes yeah, so the rent's a big killer and yeah, rent the build costs because when we got it in that you know we stripped everything off it right down to the the skeleton the frame, of yeah. the ramp basically which took forever because it's um, all, uh, all, it's all, all this is documented in video if you're interested in seeing <laughs> yeah, it. yeah no yeah. if you get out the, the link will go in the description but I mean it's, it is, it is kind of cool the fact that you know the ramp was where two minutes from my house uh, just this half pipe and I mean it, it went to Leslie it's a, a well travelled uh, half pipe uh, it went to Mark <laughs> it went to Leslie it went to Kirkcaldy and then you know it might end up somewhere else yeah yeah um, well, yeah yeah because I mean, like the point that we wanted to arrive at in the first place is that <laughs> yeah, we're, yeah. we're no longer don't comply in our, our CI, yes. CIC as, that we've as got. As of you know. today, we've got the the email back today. We are now a registered CIC community interest company. We'll be changing the name to Woody's Skate Park. So yeah, wow! Congratulations! Yeah, <laughs> Exciting things coming. Yeah. What we do every episode is we do something called 10Q, which is just 10 questions that I throw out there. If you just hit them back, um, we've opened it up to Instagram, to all of our followers, just to send in some questions. I want to say as well, I'm going to read these questions out, and I apologise profusely if I fuck up your Instagram <laughs> name, because some of you have really fucked up Instagram names. And I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like, I just don't know how to pronounce it. Like Literally, some of it looks German. I'm just like oh, no, no. Well, I might know that guy oh yeah <laughs> so this one is from David Snrub how do you deal with misdirected backlash of non-skaters trashing our parks big brush <laughs> that's a simple a brush yeah, yeah, and uh, whatever you know that, that thing that we squeegee. own no, the, no. The, the leaf blower you know oh, the a leaf D-wall blower, leaf yeah. blower and oh, a brush guys, and a towel invest <laughs> in a, invest in a leaf blower that's yeah. like the best purchase you've ever made for cleaning up parks it sounds like you guys have got it sussed uh, yeah, we're still yeah. trying to work it out here we, um, in regards to that the transport museum I don't know if you guys saw it on Instagram a couple yeah, of weeks yeah, ago yeah. some wee fannies is probably <laughs> the best way to describe them I don't think they were skateboarders I got an email from the manager of the transport museum who's who's great and he's only only sort of working towards catering for skateboarders I mean that sort of whole part of the museum was, was built for us yeah and 
it's to be taken care of by us as well. If we want, to, if we love the space, then we take care of it. Yeah, no, hundred um, percent with right kind of responsibilities. Exactly. Yeah, it's probably exactly. one of the coolest spots it's, out here at the moment. It's incredible, and all they want to do is continue to cater for us and 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 make it bigger and better. That's but awesome, they're not going to do that if we have we guys sort of coming and sort of giving skateboarders a bad name. The sort of yeah. graffiti writing, sort of drinking, weed smoking, sort of good for nothing, yeah. sit around sort of thing which we're not but that's the label that it's easy to give us that yeah, label yeah. Oh, yeah, especially man, yeah. if you're going to be writing on big walls that, yeah. that no, don't I, have any other graffiti yeah. on it so. no yeah, I did yeah, share yeah. it like I thought it was just yeah well, shit, like you see, see a nice bit of street art and that like hell yeah brilliant certain places maybe not the transport museum maybe not the, no, um, oh, yeah, the street parts. art but skate parks yeah street yeah. art but like shitty little tags and stuff the, like the that the transport museum the is much you know public space Clean, as yeah. well it is yeah 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 no question pleats on Crete what's he saying <laughs> <laughs> give us a story about a skate trap or skate holiday you've been on you're oh, looking oh, at me oh, <laughs> London <laughs> <laughs> Me and this guy went down to SLS, you know, London, the first time it was in SLS. Uh, I'm invested. Well, SLS, the first time it was in London. <laughs> I let this guy do all the shit, you know, the booking and stuff like that. Yeah, if, if you're booking yourself a hotel in London, do not sort low <laughs> to high price wise. <laughs> it was a homeless hostel. It really, really was. My I mean, but, but before we get into the, the, the badness of that place, the, the gray I just didn't. Stains. I felt scared in London the whole t- entire time <laughs> I thought it was very we're, very we're, scary we're in the middle of Hackney yeah we were we were in I mean probably one of the the, the dodgiest places yeah yeah um, but I mean <laughs> SLS was amazing uh, Yuto Horigami oh, it was the first time we ever Yuto. really seen him um, yeah it, it was cool um, uh, what was the the park we went to uh, well the only place we went to the famous fucking London Hackney uh, Bob South Bank South yeah South, South Bank, Bank South Bank course, yeah man, that was that was Amazing to even just be there. Uh, yeah, it was really, really cool. I think as a skater coming from anywhere in the UK to go, there's like homage, mama. Right. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, so the anyway, hostel. Th- this hostel, man, <laughs> I swear to God, like we walked in and it was like, it was like the place was a building site. And it was like, oh, they're obviously like, you walked in the front door and there was, there like, was three washing machines so in the three reception washing machines. There was countless, we lost counts of them and they were like microwaves. Like, I cannot even describe <laughs> this place, man. We, we, we took a video of us like walking through it, like after getting back after a couple of drinks and whatever one night and we're just giggling it, it so was hard. Just, just you a, know, walk, a video a of like a shaking place. video <laughs> of, of like me going around this place and then, you know, it all culminated in like entering the toilet and seeing that the pipe was covered in with shite yeah yeah so and, the, the and down pipe from upstairs it was literally it looked like like rust marks dripping down oh but like God. the closer you got you're like nah man that's thick sounds like something a train spot yeah, yeah. 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 Just 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 like that. yeah yeah this place was ridiculous like there was only you could so it was like the rooms were just set out like really weird but like it was like wide sort of rooms that you walk through to get to the actual places where you stay but it was just loaded with Broken washing machines, countless microwaves. <laughs> was there beds? Like, there was yeah, just there bunk was beds. There was so my, my bed but was, it, it on was the ma- a homeless hostel. It yeah, was for yeah. homeless people, uh, you know, yeah, like yeah, yeah. Uh, like it was pretty bad for the people that were there. Um, but like just the experience of like having been there and it all going totally wrong, you know, was was so. Ins- was my, just- my bed was the top bunk on the 
this massive window in front of the main street but it had like like you know you get like, like frosted stickers so that you can't <laughs> see through the window but that went up to the rim of my bed so if I, <laughs> if I unless I was completely lying down then like people could see me just walking past this super busy street like if I woke up with morning wood like they can see my tap you know what I mean <laughs> Sounds eventful then, guys. You had a great experience in London. It was a total heat wave as well, so I woke up every morning. I died uh, in the field. In this bed with no cover on my bed. It was just this bobbly fucking duvet (laughs) sleeping on it. Woke up that morning as well to that guy walking down the street with a a hook hand and a toaster in his hand. (laughs) Like like carrying a a toaster and he had a hook hand. So that has now turned into like train spotting and I know what you did last summer. (laughs) (laughs) That's point, essentially. Yeah, yeah, it it was a good experience, but at the same time, it was a very scary experience. The skating was good. Yeah, it was awesome. The street league was awesome, but... um, yeah, I, I 10 out of 10 would do again probably would stay in the homeless hostel again and 10 yeah, out of 10 laugh, definitely would laugh it's it again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, no such thing as a bad experience just a bad outlook you know <laughs> the, ne- the next few questions it's just like a speed round I'll just open it up to you just right. hit it out ping it out favourite fast food restaurant Greg's fast food <laughs> what? <laughs> Greg's I, I, don't, I fucking hate fast food man I'll I'm the same but Greg's, Greg's is the fast food of bakeries <laughs> Oh, yeah, there yeah, you go. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I don't eat savage or any of that shit. Savage Kitchen. If you're ever in Fife, go to Savage Kitchen, man. That's fast, yeah. fast <laughs> health food. It's just like, it's good stuff. It's like tasty burritos, like good vegan food and shit, man. Good. <laughs> we support that message. Staple drink of choice. Like, if you're at a bar, you don't know what you're going to order. It's just Old Faithful. Margarita. <laughs> <laughs> I love a margarita, man. Aye, aye. Love it. I was just... First choice is probably going to be a pint, but Jaeger bomb. I was actually at the Purple Cat and Methyl on Saturday, and they sell Buckfast in the pub, man. Oh, nice. By the glass, three pound fifty, <laughs> like half pint almost. I would probably just say tenants is probably the most common thing that I get. <laughs> Favorite album of all time, and I feel like the way music is going these days, we're more invested in streaming, and songs are getting shorter, and we're just picking whatever song we want. Come back to the good old days. Albums start to finish as like a collective body of work that you just oh, love. At all. I listen to it as just albums. You know, cool. No, um, I'm the same, I'm the same, but I feel like the generation now, like albums are Rush twenty one twelve or Pink Floyd Animals. <laughs> oh, the best album. Yeah. Nice, nice. Uh, I can never rem- I'm I can't remember the name of like my favourite artists or like I can't actually I can't remember like <laughs> what the name of albums and stuff like that are like a few concussions what and stuff and like <laughs> I can say your your two favorite yeah, songs. You probably know mine better than I Rock will. the Casbah by the Clash. Cheer up, London, the slaves. Yes, <laughs> yes. Slaves. I think in terms of yeah, just off the top of my head, I think Paul Simon and um, fuck, what's it called? <laughs> Graceland. Cool. Really nice, good. Uh, yeah. And a question I love to open up to everyone that has been on every single episode so far. Your favorite skateboarder. Oof. No pressure, this can be all time or be at the moment. Mm. <coughs> Dennis so, Business. 100% oh, Dennis Business. He's yeah, an yeah, absolute yeah. powerhouse. Is, I can't it's remember. too hard, man. Who's, who's mine again, man? Okay. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> do, album? Yeah, you do. I had my, uh, his poster. Oh, Grant Taylor, Grant, man. But Grant Taylor, Taylor is just, you know, yeah, he's, man. if he's, he's not anyone's favourite skater, oh. then... 
Yeah, yeah. He's I was first start skater, I man, just watching him and like the height he gets on like front side, back side, anything airs, it's just like it's just soaring, man. No, like, that that like, yeah, that's what I wanna do, man. And that's too that hard was, uh, for me you know. to call on this one, but I, I think like locally, Bobby Bailey and, and Darren Rose. Go to the local um, yeah. About like worldwide, I guess probably maybe at Evan Smith. Oh yeah, I don't know. Big Evan but, yeah, yeah. I, I, well, I guess. You're a tall guy. You've got long hair. You kind of look a bit like Evan Smith. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, he's not really done anything recently. I, I, I think he's you on, know, like more recently. He's I, on Uma Landslides now, which yeah. which is quite big. And they're a set company. Frank Frank Gerwer is that is that the guy the guy with the big fucking beat? The big nose. He's on Antihero. Is he on Uma Landslides? I, think, I don't know. I think he does stuff with them. Sick, yeah. yeah. Evan Smith's a ripper, yeah. Love to hear it. As always, the word of the day. Each episode we have a word of the day is what we discuss this week as clothing. So nice to see we're all wearing some. <laughs> Good <Blank>. start. <laughs> Blanket question. What is considered skatewear? I mean that's the it's like <laughs> it's become a thing now. Yeah, so skatewear before would have been like baggy Anything you trousers, want. baggy everything. But yeah, now it's whatever you want, man. Everyone's got their own style. Yeah, I agree. I think yeah, it's a generational yeah. thing actually. That like what you've just sort of said there. Like I grew up nineties, noughties, tiny now. wheels, the baggy, pants, baggy pants. I was never really into like overly baggy pants. I think now this sort of this sort of like beach pants sort of phase is is what I like. But skatewear to me is kind of just what looks good when you're skating although you could go back 10 years and I probably would have given you a completely different answer and it would yeah, be like, yeah, like yeah. you have to be wearing yeah. Thrasher or something like that exactly. or if you yeah. ask I mean, someone on the street they'd probably be like yeah that was one thrasher. of the other questions it was literally is there an expectation to look a certain way being a skater if you feel like that you've put that on yourself man. yeah 100% yeah. Like, I mean I just wear whatever I want so like I mean, yeah. I'm loving my baggy camos right now but like before I had a job it was like whatever my big cousins had given me that's what I was wearing man. most of my like, clothes are from charity shops I used to I, I, I used that. to I used to get all my boards were like hand-me-downs from other skaters but I used to get my yeah. shoes and everything my shoes are hand-me-downs like, my shoes stinkiest shoes you've ever you've <laughs> ever smelled in your life man I'm like oh thank you dude oh these are sick <laughs> you guys you guys definitely need a skate shop in Fife yeah but I, just, I just had a, a big career change I was a plumber before gave it up to retrain as a barber and we've just opened uh, Loaded SB I love it so, by so, the way I yeah, love so it so awesome. get down for a fucking haircut bro no I need one, <laughs> I need one. No, the whole, no generally no, the whole concept of Loaded like yeah, I yeah, think yeah. it is so I, cool it's awesome because that's the, the reason Fife doesn't have a skate shop is because we're not a city we don't have folk coming in Fife buying stuff every scattered. day a skate shop is not going to survive being a skate shop yeah. so 100% see if you opened Loaded on fucking St Vincent Street that would be like you'd be waiting two weeks to get a booking yeah, 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 yeah. like because of the location because of the aesthetic and the vibe that's in there yeah, it's awesome. Awesome. It, man. I, I absolutely <laughs> love working there like it's so sad I mean I was, was self-employed plumber for like over a year I was on like great money man like fucking really good but like wasn't happy but now I'm like over the moon with my job and just like I mean I love learning new things and that and so that whole training as a barber was a great experience now I'm sort of past it now I'm like sort of at the stage of building up my clientele and stuff and uh, everyone's just going sick and then being part of opening this skate shop has just been great I mean me and Mark the guy that owns it it's been a big learning curve for both of us mm -hmm. like, he's never done this before I've never done it before for we're like just working out together man making it work no like I said I love it like I've got on the Instagram page frequently like I just think it's such a cool fucking idea and as I said it's a 
geographical construct. If they have one in Dundee. That was yeah. Yeah, like I think. Did he? I mean, Aussies and archives. Yeah, 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 but yeah. again, yeah. So again, like Aussies is part of archive. It's part of another shop. So yeah. yeah, you never like, loaded like the barber shop pays the bills. Every single you walk in there, every single board, piece of clothing, trucks, everything you see was paid by a haircut. That's when the money comes from. There's yeah. no loans. There's no nothing like that. Yeah. It's just skin fade, skin fade, mullet, mullet. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Do you guys think that? Over the years that you've had any loyalty to a specific skate brand, indie trucks, man. That's, yeah, that's about it. Indie, like indie once, you, once you go indies, you can't really go back. Spitfire that's wheels. It. I'm gonna I've throw. I'm had... gonna throw the thunder trucks. Oh, I had a pair of thunders. I loved them, but nah, it doesn't really matter, does it? <laughs> I suppose. Yeah, well, trucks are trucks, bro. You know what really makes it is the bushings. See what I re- really recently found was uh, the bones hardcore bushings, man. Game changer. <laughs> Revolutionary Yeah big time I think I would say like Vans is like oh, Just yeah, kind of like The staple running second. through But And like the last Maybe two years for me I've really got into My Santa Cruz mm. I think Like I just mm. I really like Their stuff Yeah Santa Cruz have got cool stuff man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah From working From working in a skate shop myself you sort of see the difference between things like like the sort of core core hardware brands like spitfire for example and then you put them up against thrasher and thrasher are obviously this momentous huge sort of thing now like i was in naples a couple of years ago and there was a thrasher store and it was fake (laughs) and i was just laughing i was like it doesn't surprise me like i asked asked my sister for a particular thrasher hoodie at christmas right and i was like please like you need to get it from this shop because I knew like her not being in the community or the understanding of it, she could have went on to like eBay or fucking at this point Wish or something. Honestly, <laughs> 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 see if you like counted twenty people walking down Buchanan Street today that are wearing a Thrasher hoodie, I would yeah, say fourteen of Info those twenties are culture, fake. Like, yeah. have, have you seen the? There's an Instagram video and it's a bunch of guys. I think they're in uh, LA or something like that, and they're basically just going up to people wearing um, Thrasher hoodies and like, oh no way bro, you skate? <laughs> you skate? And they're like, what? What the fuck are you on about? Yeah, or they're yeah. basically saying, oh Thrasher's so uncool and like people, like they're, they're like holding skateboards and stuff and it's just seeing people's reactions being like, I thought I was one of you. But obviously it's, it is, to me, I think skateboarding's about inclusivity. So if you see someone wearing a skate brand it's only putting money back into skateboarding exactly man this is exactly what Cash said last week he said that without these people like these skate brands to an extent yeah, man. Wouldn't survive yeah. like, without all these people just buying the Thrasher hoodie, buying the Thrasher t shirt. Like, yeah, that's, that's one of the things, that's one of the big things missing, or not so much now, but what was missing in skateboarding is like the money a lot of the time for folk to be making good stuff for us to skate, like actual hardware wise, skate park wise, you know what I mean? It's, Facilities, it's yeah. a big lack o- of. Now, Oski from, um, you know, Oski Rosenberg, he's got, you know, his own uh, LARP of trucks. Fucking hate them. You hate them. Have you, have you used them? No, but I've I've seen them and I've spoken to a lot of people that have quite heavy skateboarders that like they're all sort of different experiences. Mm, and it's different good to know because I, mean, I was thinking about it a little bit. If you like turning, <laughs> go for it. What but about if those, you uh, like not turning? Don't ace. go for it. <laughs> um, I've just had really like mixed reviews from people all over the board, and I think trucks are one of those really hard things that you you trust your company like you said and yeah, yeah, thunders yeah. ace yeah. of are sort of they've they've sort of peaked 
and I think they're doing yeah. well. But LARP have sort of appeared, and I know this isn't about clothing, and we've sort of digressed a bit. Yeah, but yeah. to me, I think they're struggling, or mm. not struggling, but I think they will struggle up against those brands. Yeah, they're not yeah, for sure. Master no, kind of exactly. Yeah, yeah. They, they just don't look the part yeah. to me. So I, I was so hyped to get those uh, those A ones. You know the um, Ace, yeah. the, the Ace trucks. Yeah, the Ace um, but like I've seen a couple of folk that have that have got ace trucks and just been like, yeah man, they kinda suck. And I was I was like bummed, man. <laughs> I was like I was like like man, I've got my stuff some pre ordered, like I was waiting to get some, you know what I mean? Is there any like local local brands that even like print their own stuff that you support? All over Scotland. Scotland. Yeah, right? not, not like so local just as well. Helping hand, helping hand man. But he, um, he you know, he's for it from Edinburgh as well. But I mean like so, Solace, Natchville, yeah, like, they're all got good. support you like Solace, Natchville, all these companies that are coming out of Scotland and that's like why why wouldn't you be supporting them, man? They've got some sick designs yeah, and that. Yeah, 100%. And I bought a Doric um, oh, a t-shirt Doric last, as well, man. last week. Yeah. Yeah. I was talking last to him week. yesterday. Gary's an oh, awesome dad. Yeah. Uh, awesome dude. Yeah, yeah. Dad. <laughs> Gary, you're an awesome dude. <laughs> no, he's just so uh, nice. Like he sent me a nice little card in with it as well. Uh, but like he it prints was, all his own stuff uh, as well. Like, he does, that's sick, man. It that's... was just like the design I just seen it, I was like, I love that. Like I'm just yeah, gonna yeah, get yeah. it. I think he's came up with the best ones, like yeah, it's come up with some great stuff. Like, that yeah. peep peeps bar, man. Yeah. Like have you seen that um that <laughs> documentary clip thing? Yeah, the roughest bar in Aberdeen. In terms of like supporting your local, like I think a lot of skaters sort of miss that because they have their ideas and they have their ideal brand and like, no, I'll only wear this, I'll only skate this. Yeah, yeah. And they support the small guys. Yeah, man. support the small 100%. guys. And I'm not saying this sort of back because no, I'm no. running a small company, obviously. We're the small yeah. guys as well. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but the the sort of idea that it's kind of like support your locals because they'll they'll support you, exactly, do you know what I mean? And man, that comes you know to things I mean? like skate parks, skaters, brands, all these things. Because if you're going to buy a palace top for 110 quid, <laughs> yeah, just because yeah. it's a palace top, uh, yeah. where's the benefit in yeah, that? Exactly. Like, I, that's I don't see it. So many folk are on that train of like, that's Supreme and like Thrasher, like we were just talking about and that. So many folk are like, so quick to get some of them, but then there's like, this guy down the road printing his own t-shirts coming up with just doodling his own designs and turning them into something yeah, yeah. Would, he's also the guy that's like he's the guy fucking filling in the DIY spots and stuff like yeah. that and like you know trying, it's, it all comes up, around yeah. man. and he's invested he's passionate about exactly skateboarding whether it's in your local area or whether it's in just Scotland yeah. in general yeah. yeah the thing that sort of gets me sort of talking about like things like seasonal drops you yeah. look at you look at palace you look palace and supreme to me are the only guys that get away with it because mm. they have this mad hype around them yeah, but yeah. then you've got the sort of brands i wouldn't say below them but though the like things like polar magenta butter all these different really cool companies last resort last resort yeah that are just trying to the the i don't i think it's sort of to me it seems quite confusing because you've got drop 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 and you have to wait until someone brings out a t-shirt and that t-shirt might be ridiculously hard. We were looking at buying in some like chocolate stuff for the shop today, man. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you know, you're flicking through. Like these are just, they're just a design printed on a t-shirt, right? So stuff from like a month ago is like 
twelve pounds to buy into the shop, and then the new stuff. And we're looking at like pre-orders. It's like thirty quid for the shop, and so for like I don't know if you know the way it works with skate yeah, shops. You're supposed to like retail. You're supposed to like double it pretty much. So like if someone walks in like, oh, that's a cool t-shirt, man. How much is that? Sixty fucking quid. Like yeah, yeah. I, I never like tend to buy them. However, like I think maybe like two months ago there was a Volcom hoodie. Like I just really wanted it. Mm. And as I say, I never buy branded stuff. Like, never, ever buy branded stuff. Bought it, wore it, forget what the fuck it was I was eating. It was like <laughs> some Asian food. I didn't think it was tofu or something. And the oil, like, dripped and went oh, all And it was light oh, grey. Oh, it was oh, light grey. And it went all the way down me. And I genuinely thought I could feel the tears coming up. And I was like, <laughs> fucking hell. You need to get a full bottle of that oil and just bathe it in yeah, it and then that's all the same colour one of a kind <laughs> and it has been washed like three times and it's just like it's fucked yeah, and that was that. that was the time where I was like right that was a lesson that's why you don't buy it don't yeah. buy it again yeah I've, I've always been a, a sale rack kind of guy I, every time I walked into Route 1 like I'm not even looking at anything on the, the shelves I'm going to the sale rack and I'm getting stuff out of there like Charity shops are the best place to get anything. See if skate shops started gear, running like, things the way that they did and bringing in just selective gear, you know, that skateboarders like and, yeah. and, and ran it that way, I think it'd be like really successful. Yeah, we talked about doing that, you know, you got like vintage shops where they're like just going around all these big markets and grabbing loads. We talked about doing that kind of thing, but it's like, yeah, we've got time for it all sounds, that, you know? I know. I know people that live they make a living and they make a fuck yeah. load more than, than I do. Yeah, yeah. Off of reselling shit on Depop. And oh, it's not it's once, not even yeah. It's not even <laughs> like it's just going around the charity shop aye, and aye, aye. one of my mates had a, a an ex girlfriend and she made like fucking sixty, seventy grand yeah, a year. Yeah, it's nuts. Uh, it's and, nuts. And just fucked off to Australia for however long and, and it's like I did it in yeah. January. In January I was skinned. I was getting ready to do this podcast and I was like, I need to make some extra cash. I went through my wardrobe and see like all like concerts I've been to for bands over the last 10 oh, years yeah, yeah. I put like loads of them on sale on Depop and some people like I was chancing it by putting the t-shirt for like whatever the 2013 tour for whatever band it was at £65 and it was like sold in two hours Wow. Like so many banned T-shirts that people were just Damn, like, oh, yeah. like, I wish I wasn't too cheap to buy these T-shirts when I'm there. Oh no, <laughs> like, do, do been, Like every yeah, concert yeah. I go to, my friends literally take the piss out of me because like, he's away to the merch. Yeah, <laughs> I will always buy T-shirts. See if I kick about that T-shirt like after I've had a shower when I come in from work and it's just like my lounge T-shirt for three years. Like I'll still yeah, sell it because yeah, it's yeah. got that vintage feel yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's a band yeah, top that's satin scratching your balls scent <laughs> 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 first class mail though exactly yeah. it's got some oil still got a bit of flavour uh, in it <laughs> I, I'd say like in terms of the way things sort of work from running from, from being the manager in Route 1 in Glasgow mm. we get a lot of people coming in and they, they see skaters and they're like we really like that look. We want to do that. So that's why they wear thrasher. They wear sort of cargo pants or chinos or sort of plaid tops, all these things. And then they realize that skateboarding isn't about how you look. It's about how you feel. It's about the skateboarding, obviously. And that gets people then into skateboarding. To me, that's that's great. Do you know what I mean? Because you get the people that you see people making that sort of progression yeah. within their own sort of, well, within a couple of weeks sometimes. Yeah. But you sort of, again, going back to the sort of palace, the sort of fast fashion industry, or I wouldn't even say, like, they have their seasonal drops, but 
there's a lot of skate companies that do sort of like right we're just going to pump out as much content and see what sells and whatever doesn't sell will go on a sale rack yeah, yeah. skaters have been quite savvy about it and yeah, like yeah. fuck it i'll wait a couple of months and yeah, I can yeah, get yeah. last season's polar stuff, which is a hundred and something quid for uh, yeah. thirty quid. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I think that's well, to me certainly in Glasgow, you definitely get a lot of guys that are like you know what I can just uh, wait a couple of months, and it doesn't look like no one's going to be like, oh my god, that's last season, yeah, bro. Yeah, Whereas maybe in the fashion industries, you would get that. No, oh my god, you would like I'm a fashion student. That was right. what I did in college. <laughs> oh, yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah, I, it's, I, it's, it's true. Hilarious. It's true. We're at that point in the show now where this is one of my favourite parts of the show. We have song of the day where we get every single one of our guests and the whole season to pick one song. This song can be a song that you've liked to skate to. It reminds you of a certain time you've skated. It's just a vibe, and all of these are going to be added onto the board today Spotify playlist that is open for everyone. So. I mean, these guys are listening to us. I've heard me say this like four times already, but it is going to be good at the end to just have a collection of like, at this point, like 30, 40 songs. One song. Can I tell him to say my song? <laughs> <laughs> you probably have your own time, I'm joking. Oh, you're all looking at me now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, so glad, oh, you, I'm so glad you said what you said because I thought we were all going to have to like sing a little song. Oh, <laughs> oh, you the, the listeners are tune. Uh, I'd say, um, Le, de, I've not even. It's by La Tigra, it's Rick McCrank, uh, Yeah Right song, and it's called Decapitation, I think. Okay. But you definitely recognise I'm gonna, it. I'm going to start that on my Spotify right now, I'll listen to this on the way home. <laughs> what's uh, what's that song I like by the Idols, Mark? <laughs> by who? By the Idols. Oh, come on. You, you said it earlier on. Colossus. Oh, no, I, it was Slaves, man. Slaves. Cheer up, London. <laughs> yes, um, love it. Uh, that, I don't know. That will make... You Ollie Hire. <laughs> I think I've been like listening to a lot of like Australian punk recently. Like, um, do you know Pond? Pond, no. Um, I, I I don't know how to pronounce it. It's like you know Amiel or Amiel and the Sniffers. They they sing a song called Hertz. Cool, it's a good song. We'll get it on. I think this week I'm gonna pack. No, I fucking know it. But I'm gonna pack Starry Eyed Surprise by Paul Oakenfield and Crazy Town. Because Crazy Town deserves so much more. <laughs> so much more. And they just, they just didn't do more. But he did like reply it, to a I comment like on uh, Instagram the other day and said they are coming back this year. So <laughs> Solid. I'm ready for the that Y2K Crazy Town Butterfly 2.0 moment. <laughs> yeah, it's um, sick. But thanks all of you guys for being here, for coming down, for coming round. Thanks for having <laughs> us. Absolute pleasure, uh, yeah. You'll all be back. Um, but that's us. Was that over? Just like that? Just like that. That says all over. We're all out of Five time. minutes, man. I've been ruined so fast. <laughs> but thanks for tuning in, guys, and we will see you next week. Thanks. Thank you. <laughs> Bye now.